Hey y'all, I'm Lakaya. And I'm James. And you are listening to the Message 24 podcast, where each week we're talking about relationships, the growing pains of being a 20-something, and pretty much everything else in between. Yeah, so join us every Wednesday for our new episodes. Bye. See you guys then. Bye-bye. Have a beautiful time. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, we can jump right in and we can get started. So you are listening to the Message 24 podcast. Yes. But you should, they should know that, right? Yeah. They should definitely know that. They should know. Okay. They should know. All right, so if this is your first time listening to the podcast, our In the DM segment is basically what the episode is going to cover. We're going to talk about a lot of stuff, but the In the DM is what we're going to talk about first. So mm-hmm. our In the DM for this week is love bombing, what it is, and what to do when it happens to you. Love bombing. Have you heard of this before? No, I've actually, like, when you kind of set up the outline, I had no clue what love bombing is. So I'm excited about this episode because I want to get into it. Um, As I was reading, I found some very interesting stuff. All right, well, let's get into it. And I mean, that was one of the reasons why we created the pod, like we wanted Mm -hmm. to learn. And I had already heard of love bombing before, like I've had friends that have been love bombed. Mm -hmm. But had I ever done my own research on it? No. So this was one of those episodes where I'm like, okay, let's actually look at what it is, what the signs are, and what you can do if you think you're being love bombed. (laughs) All right. So we will go in. So what is love bombing? So a love bomb refers to when a narcissistic person bombs you with an over the top amount of affection, flattery, gifts and praise early in the relationship in order to win over your attention. Attention. I can read y'all. I promise. (laughs) Attention for the purpose of being able to control you. That sounds like almost exciting at first. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, it's like a catch. But the thing is, some people don't. Yeah, that's the scary. That's the scary part about it. Yeah. Like if we first started dating and you were trying to like fly me out the country and buy me Mm -hmm. all this stuff, I'd be like, what the hell is going on here? Well, I'm going to be honest. Like when we first started talking, I feel like there's that stage where you really, well, I really wanted to do that. I mean, yeah. Only because I wanted to lock you in i was willing to do whatever it took to lock you in now the controlling part is a bit much yeah but it's almost like there's a a thin line between a healthy side of loving and being lovey-dovey and having that honeymoon stage Mm -hmm. versus going overboard yeah there definitely is a difference and i think that they can be very similar and Mm -hmm. when we get into uh the help center segment if you think you are being love bombed or if you don't know if you just really like somebody they really like you we will have tips for how to decipher that because i feel like it can be kind of like does this person just really like me Mm -hmm. like yeah i know i deserve all of this so you know whatever but are they kind of (laughs) crazy you know what i'm saying are they just trying to use me so you never know All right, so here are some signs that you are being love bombed. All right, number one, the person wants to know everything about you right away. 
I think this is a tricky one because I feel like when you're dating someone, you kind of want to get to know them. Mm-hmm. What's that first question is kind of like a red flag for some people. Yeah. It's, they start they start with, so tell me a little bit about yourself. Yeah. But I feel like if somebody didn't want to know about me while we're dating, while we're on a date, then like, why? You know what I'm saying? Right. I would want somebody to ask me about myself. You want to be, be interested in the person and ask and figure out more about them. So. Yeah. All right. So a, another sign of love bombing we already said it over the top expensive gifts Mm. anything you want you got it again that can be kind of hard to decipher because i feel like i'm sorry go ahead he was like something she's about to say something (laughs) listening (laughs) but i feel like that could be hard to decipher because i feel like some guys lead with their money Mm mm-hmm and they're trying to show a woman like this is what I have. I can take care of you. I can do this. So sometimes they will do over the top elaborate stuff. So I think with love bombing, it can be really tricky to decide: Am I being love bomb, or is somebody just really interested in me? Yeah, and some people do show love in that that manner, and yeah. then also some people have it like that. So they do. If you're with the person who has the money to be flying you out and is really you know serious about you then you have a real one like i mean yeah that's the benefit of being with somebody who has a lot of money so i i can see how that can be tricky now the average person it's probably not because <laughs> how are you affording this i'm kind of side-eyeing that a little bit you yeah. know what i'm saying that's just me though okay so another sign is going to be immense jealousy when you're with anyone else friends family co-workers pastor personal trainer anybody this person gets really really jealous so i think that's like a very clear all right something up here that's definitely a red flag like if they they don't want you to be around people that you love the friendships relationships that Mm -hmm. you have for sure a red flag because why yeah, they're trying to isolate you. It's either, it, it could be isolation. It could also be, I'm thinking like insecure, insecureness. Mm-hmm. So they don't, they want to make sure that you're not around, you know, somebody who could take them away from you. Yeah. But even with that, like, that's a red flag. For yeah, sure. it is. Because if you're not, ins- if you're not securing yourself, then. This is no point. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Another uh, is intense. Actually, intense declarations of love can kind of go into the overtop expensive gifts, but the intense declarations, good grief, ugly, ugly. Well, you're not saying um. And that's why, you know what I'm saying? I'm doing better. I'm doing better. So intense declarations of love could look like posting you on Instagram the day they meet you the next day. <laughs> I love this person. Oh, Let's change our relationship status on Facebook. We've been together a week. Let's talk about it. Okay. What would you have done if <laughs> I would have done that? Like added you we're at, you know, the chicken and waffles place and I added you and was like, I'm with so and so. I love her. Okay, now the love would have been a bit much. <laughs> it would have been a bit much for me. But could you have added in, like, say we were out? I, I wasn't dealing with nobody at that point, so it wouldn't have bothered me. But had you been like, I love this person, I'm like, 
So okay. you don't think that's you don't think that's sketch at all? Just like I, I don't. I think maybe, but also you could have just been someone who doesn't take social media that serious, and it's mm-hmm. just like, hey, I'm out with this person. Like it doesn't mean we're out on a date, which we. I mean, you know, some people didn't know we were out on a date, so it mm-hmm. could have just been like my home. Like you don't know basically. Right. But had you said like I love, I would have loved. <laughs> Okay, this is uh, yeah. This she's is all mine. She's all mine. yeah. But I mean, I posted you before we were even committed to each other. That's true. But it was months after the fact. Though. I was. It was some time. That's what I'm saying. Like, it had been like I don't three think months. You would have done that. No. The the day of and been like, you know, I'm locked down. Yada yada yada. <laughs> no, I wouldn't have done yeah. it. My pride wouldn't have let me do that. <laughs> like I, my pride is really would not have let me do that. Okay. And next, things just feel off with this person. Huh. Trust your intuition. I've been saying this since the beginning of this podcast. Mm-hmm. If something feels off about somebody, it's oh, off. It is. Yeah. Your body, the way you feel around that person, your body is not going to lie to you. Yeah. I feel like a lot of times we ignore very clear signs. You know, like if you're around that person, you just feel anxious for no reason. Yeah. Something, uh, uh, a big bulb <laughs> should be flashing in your head, like red flag. Like, yes, there's, there's a problem. I believe I shared this on the first episode of this podcast, but I knew one of my signs for if I should be dealing with somebody is if something happened with the car. Like, really? yeah, the, even because I would already feel like it was off, but sometimes you can want something to work. So you just kind of like suppress it a little bit, even mm-hmm. though you know it's not the right situation. So like one time I went on a date with somebody and we came back and my car had got towed. That should have let me know, this is not what you need to be doing. <laughs> did that, did I listen to the sign? No. I should that. I have? Yes. Another time I went on a date and their car wouldn't cut on. When it was time to leave. Oh, so this is like a repetitive thing. Yeah, so. and those were very clearly two people. I never should have. You and know they what I'm saying? So they were different. They people. were two different people. Wow. That's when I noticed very quickly. I'm like, when I don't listen to my intuition, the universe is like, okay, yeah, I got something for you. Yeah. This all I'm gonna give you, because I've been giving you. Even when I was around him, I felt anxious. My stomach would feel weird, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, you know, yeah, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. Right. No, it ain't. That's crazy that you're mentioning that. I'm trying to think of some things that has happened naturally. Mm-hmm. Probably communication. Communication, which is not there. I don't know. Like, I, I can't really think of like a certain just natural sign that just kept happening to me. Well, what has turned you off about somebody before? Obviously, before me. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely how a person talks I okay think that's like one of my like communication is huge for me I, so if you can't effectively communicate like or if you're a person of no substance like that's just like one of the biggest turnoffs for me so i need some not sex not looks mm-hmm. i need substance that's like that's I like that gotta be like number say. one on my list like substance some someone who can talk to me uh, and understand me and not disrespect me either. I think those are those are huge for me. 
I, oh, I didn't know I had substance. Yes, you did. I'm kidding. Yeah. I <laughs> very much knew that I had substance. Listen, I knew what it was. I knew what I was bringing. But that's interesting uh, to think about that that's one of, like, you haven't had an experience with your body telling you that this isn't someone you should kind of be around. Yes. it. But as soon as the communication is not there i'm like okay i'm good this like, is I'm super good <laughs> yeah. okay and two more i'm just gonna name really quickly so this person could be someone who needs constant validation now <laughs> there is a difference between someone's love language being words of affirmation and mm. needing constant validation i think those are very two completely different things and I just wanted to get that out because there are some of us who need words of affirmation I need that what do you think is like the main difference between those two I think between needing words of affirmation is just something you can very easily express like hey I know that you don't do this that often but you know I like when you say I love you. I like when you say I'm beautiful. I like when you say I'm handsome. Whatever those things are. Okay. But it's not over the top. Every second of the day, this person, I love you. Oh, you're so handsome. You're so beautiful. You're smart. You're, t you're talented. You were smart. You was kind. You was important. Like. <laughs> That's a bit over. And if a person act, is asking for that. Constantly. Like, I need you to be telling me this all the time. That's when it becomes. And they're yes. not going to say all that. I'm sure it looks a lot different than how I'm explaining it. Because I feel like they're not going to say, hey, I need you to say this this way. I feel like they're going to maybe gaslight you yeah. or put it in a certain way where it lets you know clearly that they need you to like, say those things all the time. You don't think I look good? Or, like it, it. That's what I'm saying. That's the difference. I I'm just put on this. And you didn't compliment me. Like, you didn't say I love you before yeah, you left. Yeah, you didn't do this yeah. before you. You know what I'm saying? That's why I'm like, yeah. those things are very differently. I, different, I feel. And then they can be suddenly cold and they can withdraw. So they've been doing all of these things, buying you all of these gifts, spending all this time with you. Don't want you to talk to nobody else. Mm -hmm. Being super, super clingy giving you over the top compliments too constantly i know that shit gotta get annoying yeah for the type of person i am I'm... like we kid with each other and i'll be like my beautiful handsome kid <laughs> but we're just playing around with each other yeah. but i would not want to hear that like i know that you're joking yes i would not want to hear that shit i that i just want you to know that never seriously would come out of my mouth but if you did like you do that to me too but if you said oh, it to me every day i'm like okay yeah as like a what's the did you say you didn't like this like what is it the the guy waking up and saying grand rising grand <laughs> that shit i don't know what it is about grand, grand rising. rising it just Queen. gets under my skin so bad like do not say that shit to me but if you said that to me i'd be like all right like please let's let's move on to Got something it. else yeah. okay so now that we know what love bombing can look like and again it it can look different for everybody but i think this is just not thesis this is 
what it looks like most of the times. And this is what I've observed with my friends who have been love bombed. It very much looks just like this, saying I love you in a week, wanting to be up their ass, wanting mm-hmm. to do this, that. You're moving too fast. <laughs> and I think it's really hard for some people because I feel like in movies you see people fall in love so quick. There have been people in real life who meet each other in a month and then get married. So I think some people are like, oh, maybe it's this. But it really ain't that. You know? I feel like you shouldn't rush into that. If if you know, you know. You know. If not, then. I mean, you said you love me after the second time we met. You didn't tell me, but you said you knew you loved me then. So, So now had you you told me. You take time. It takes you know, but you still. Need I'm to trying to figure out how you knew you loved me the second time you met me, but you still waited for me to tell you I loved you first. Take time, see what. <laughs> Not too clear. Something yet. about that don't sit well with me. You made me say it first, but so, you knew. Well, look, we're still here. So yeah. Okay. <laughs> I just want to say this too. I don't know why this popped up in my head. Oh Lord. I really need to get a iPad or like computer. <laughs> Cause I feel like you got all the sauce <laughs> right there in your on your notepad, and I have nothing. I'm literally free, free gaming. I mean, this. You could just bring your um, what is the thing we called? Got our phones recording. Yes. And the computer monitors are over there. So Use your like, laptop. You have a a MacBook. Like, well, a MacBook Pro. <laughs> Use your MacBook. <laughs> I think that would look awkward though. I've seen people on podcasts have laptops in there. Maybe like, I could have sometimes. It. Maybe I could have it like sit. I could have it sitting right here. Yeah, so you can have your notes available for okay. you. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Okay. So if you are wondering, well, why is all of this bad? Because to some people, being praised constantly, being with somebody constantly, having them buy you gifts all the time, that might be your thing. Mm-hmm. But. This could be bad because once the abuser thinks the time is right, the devaluing stage begins. So this is what I was talking about when I said one of the signs is is sudden coldness or withdrawal. And then they'll start flipping everything that they were doing. So when they were saying, you're beautiful, I love you, they're going out of their way to do all these things, making all these grand gestures. Mm -hmm. It'll then turn to insults, name calling, and belittling you. And it might start small, like it might be, maybe you shouldn't wear that that dress. You look a little pudgy or, you know, or are you really going to wear that or something like that? It can start out small and kind of under the radar and it increasingly grows. So it's like one that's a form of abuse, it's Mm -hmm. emotional abuse. (laughs) I don't think people think about how people oftentimes when they think about abuse, abuse is physical or sexual emotional abuse is just as big as a deal or as any of those two things i would think to me it's Mm -hmm. it's all abuse and what they're doing is they're building you up so that you're so dependent on them and then they can just tear you down tear you down yep they have full control yes full control and and then the person who they love bombed is craving what they used to do for them in the beginning so then they're willing to do anything to kind of get that back, but it's not coming back because this person is. It sets you up. Yeah. Something else I also wanted to know is that love bombing is very rarely innocent. 
there are very few people who love bomb someone and they don't know exactly what they're doing. Gotcha. They have insidious intentions from the beginning. From the beginning. Wow. It is very rarely like, oh, I didn't realize I was doing this. Yes, they did. You knew you was doing this. <laughs> so it's very rare that those intentions are innocent. And when we get to our help center segment, we will be going over some things to help you decipher if you are being love bombed and what you should do when you're love bombed. But right now, we're going to move into our center delete section. Right now. And if this is your first time listening to this podcast, our center delete section is basically where we give our opinions on different things going on in the media or just different things that we've come across and we feel like we want to talk about. So I feel like you wanted to talk about this first situation. So I will let you take the floor. What, the NLE? Yeah. Chopper. Well, I don't have a crazy story, but basically NLE Chopper him and his girlfriend broke up who recently. i learned is almost 30 and he's 19. wow just i did not fact check any of this well, just by the way this yeah. is just what i've seen jesus christ well yes yeah, that makes that it a lot mm-hmm. <laughs> right then and there but basically nle chopper was not wanting a committed basically relationship with one person yes that was his thing he was not interested in monogamy. Yes. And he let, yeah, mon- what, how do you? Monogamy. <laughs> monogamy. He wants a polyamorous situation where he's yes. able to date multiple women. Yes. So he went and let the lady that he got into this relationship with know that. And mm-hmm. she agreed to this when they started dating. Well, over time, she thought that she was going to be able to change his mind, change how he felt about being monogamous. Yeah. So over time, they end up pretty much going their separate ways ultimately. Yeah. And I think it's just, it's just crazy um, to know that uh, I think this happens all the time, like I do in different relationships and I think a key point is that you can't change people, whether you're in a relationship, whether you're just dating, whether you're married, however long y'all have been, it's not your job to try to change that person, their views. They have to be the ones to do that. And if you try that, you're going to be unhappy. Yes. And I think that's what ultimately happened from their relationship she is was not able to change him over that time they dated mm-hmm. and they they're they're now going their separate ways so i thought that was interesting in the media and they of course it was on shade room and yeah everywhere else but i didn't know the the, the age difference again i don't i didn't fact check it that's just okay. something that i i saw uh i will say that believe who someone tells you they are it shows you they are from the beginning Mm -hmm. and i don't again i didn't fact check this but i don't know if she felt like because she was older she was going to be able to like whip him and change his his thought process to wanting to just be with her so she could have been showing up differently and doing all of these different things in an effort to keep him just for herself Mm -hmm. but 
I feel like if he told you up front that this is what he wanted and you decided to go along with it, that's kind of up to you. Now, do I think that him being up front and saying this is what I want gives him an excuse to treat her bad? No. Whether or not he did that, I don't know. I just know the girl was up there crying. So I don't know if they discussed what him dating other people looks like and maybe she had agreed they had made an agreement okay this is what you want if you want to date other people that's fine maybe you don't post this other person on social media maybe you just kind of yeah they have their you know their boundaries and maybe he crossed one of those boundaries for her maybe not or or not maybe so and maybe she's like okay i can't do this anymore which is okay but because she was crying on the internet i I don't really know what happened. What I took from it is everyone should be upfront. If you are someone who knows for a fact that you cannot commit to one person, you need to say that upfront and you need to make it clear that you're probably not going to change. I would kind of agree. Kind of not. We can, we don't, I like when we disagree only because well, only on the podcast, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I, I agree with the first statement that you said. You need to be upfront with that person. But you don't know the future. So I don't think you should basically say, hey, this is something that I'm not going to change. Because the relationship could change. I don't think you should tell the person, hey, I may change. I may not. That's I what I, I was about yeah, to say. I don't think you should say that. I think you should be clear up front. Now, what the future holds is out of both of y'all's control. It's just like, this is kind of uh, a bit much, but it's just like me coming into the relationship saying, I really want to be very fit (laughs) through this relationship. Mm -hmm. And through this relationship, I'm going to be very fit. I don't, we don't know that. Like I could get in that. There, there could be something that takes place. My mindset could change, mm-hmm. whatever it may be. And you may still hold me to that kind of set standard and things could have changed. But well, even I don't, with that, I, I don't think it's that simple because an, an example I would use that's kind of closer to what he did mm-hmm. is if when we first started dating, I told you, I don't want to have kids. Okay. And if someone says they don't want to have kids it's not really something you should press them on like they said it if that changes they'll come to me and tell me but is it my job to be like have you thought about have you thought about having kids just doing a check-in on the kids yeah if i told you up front i don't want to have kids so if i told you up front i can't just date one man well don't agree to it if if you if you can't handle that that's what i'm saying when i'm packing my suitcase to go somewhere don't ask me where i'm going because i told you up front this is what i can't and i can't do but i mean for him to be 19 and for him to be able to even to feel comfortable enough to even express that and say hey i like you i want to date you i want to have a relationship with you but i can't just have a relationship with just one person you know kudos to him i mean that's yeah that's laying it all out there that's being up front because guys twice his age can't do that right. like they just lie and he was up front 
again, we don't know everything that happened behind closed oh, doors. Sure. He could have, you know, like I said, he they could have agreed on one. Not even said that exactly. <laughs> exactly, he could have. They could have agreed on one thing. He did what he wasn't supposed to do. He might didn't even tell her. But I thought it was just a learning moment for the both, not for the both of us, but for everybody. Mm-hmm. All right. So our next sender delete for this week is going to be. The STD epidemic in the U.S. Oh, Jesus. Many people probably are not even aware that this is an epidemic currently. So. I had no clue. (laughs) I will share what I've learned. So the STD epidemic in the U.S. is out of control. Syphilis and HIV are on the rise. I'm trying to do my newscaster voice and you're ruining it. I see and you scaring the people. <laughs> I'm not scaring anybody. If y'all like, scared, log off. To clock out for me. You said it's out of control. It is out of I'm adding emphasis. It is out of damn control, okay? Syphilis and HIV are on the rise and 1.6 million million Cases of chlamydia were reported in 2021. So some experts are thinking that this is from the pandemic. A lot of people were inside and they were hunching. And I didn't want nothing else to do. I mean, (laughs) so a lot of people had babies and stuff. However, since this is something it's a relationship podcast and it's also a 20 somethings podcast i thought i like we had to talk about this just briefly at least so i will just say this if you are someone who is sexually active period you need to be getting tested for stds on a regular basis I was always taught if you are someone who has multiple sex pot- partners, partners, yeah, whatever it is, if you are someone who has multiple sex partners, you should be getting tested every three months to be safe. I think some things take up to three months to show up. Okay. So that's why you're supposed to do it every three months. And when I was someone who was sexually active with more than one person, I was getting tested every three months. For sure. I was scared as hell of anything. Yeah. I, and, it, and this is not I do not want to create a stigma around people that have STDs or have STIs but it is something that you 100% should take seriously All right your health is your your should be your priority yes so. and your sexual health is directly linked to your physical health like mm-hmm. it is the it they go together right. even if you have had protected sex with all of your partners you still should be making sure you're getting tested on a regular basis even if you are in a committed relationship with one person you're monogamous you still should be getting tested on a regular basis Mm -hmm. and it's not to say that you think your partner is doing anything because you would hope that they weren't but you still have to put your health first so if you're going to the doctor anyway just tell them just let me get an std screen let me get an sti screening that sort of thing shouldn't it be scary for you if you trust your partner yeah you know you want to take your health in in all seriousness yeah i think when i was an undergrad what helped me 
feel more comfortable with going to go get an STD or an STI screening, I would go with my friends. We would all go. Okay. Like every three months, all of us would go together. And most places at the health department offer free STD, STI screenings. Mm-hmm. If you're not somebody who has health insurance, you can't go to your you know, your primary care provider and have it done. There are different resources. So if you ever just, you know, want to get on Google and say, hey, where can I get this done in the city? I'm sure you can go to the health department and it makes it a little less scary if you are going with somebody else who's also getting screened. It makes it a little easier. Yeah. And for the people, because I'm I'm not the same way. I was more private. So for the people who don't want to... (laughs) want everybody you know going at the same time or you Mm -hmm. don't want to go with your friends because you feel like it's private still go yes uh being that you still have the ability to get checked talk to your doctor and in private and still get those get those checkups because your health is very very important yes STDs can affect your reproductive health. Again, like I was saying, your overall physical health is linked to your sexual health. So I don't know what that uh, little dinging noise. Now your phone been going off the last couple of times we've been potting. What's going on? (laughs) That was a different one too. (laughs) All right. So be safe. Get tested. Be safe. Get tested. Mama Mo activated. Please. I don't care if you are sexually active, period. Go get a test. MMA. Yes. All right. So now we are going to transition into our Help Center segment. If this is your first time listening to this podcast, Help Center is basically where we offer advice. Yep. Again, we are not professionals. These are just things that we are learning. <laughs> yeah, we're not relationship counselors. None specialists. of that. No, hell no. Far from it. Please. Please. <laughs> I can just teach you what I've learned and what I hope to learn. That is all. I feel like we should. We need to get some license. Maybe we need to have a. I definitely want to have a. Uh, I, I want to have a life coach up here and I want to have a relationship expert. I want to have a sexpert. Mm-hmm. There's a few different professionals I want to feature on the yeah. podcast. We already, you know, started one with the relationship therapist. Yeah, that was good. That was really, really good. So now we'll move into, you know, maybe a dating coach or mm-hmm. a matchmaker. Or I have lots of ideas that I, I want to do. It's just figuring out how that works logistically. No, Dunnigan <laughs> needs to be in jail. Prison, actually. All right. So since we were talking about love bombing this is what the help center is going to be centered around so we told you we would share some tips and there also will be some resources in the description of this episode as well if you feel like you are being love bombed by the way this are these are questions that you can ask yourself if you are having a hard time deciphering if you're being love bombed or do you just really like this person so one of the big big things that you can do is to create space between yourself and this person. I think it can be really hard to picture something for what it is when you're so close to it. It would be a lot easier for you to take a step back and say, is this normal? Evaluate everything. Yes. Give yourself time to think and be in your own head. When you're around your partner, 
you're like in a combined space. So yes. Like their thoughts influence your thoughts. Yes. Your their thoughts. emotions. Yeah. Emotions, all of that. Yeah. I would agree. And while you're creating space, you need to ask yourself, do I feel like this is moving too fast? Am I comfortable with this? Do I feel the same way? Because just because this person is confessing their love for you and they and they love you, do you actually feel the same way about them? Sure. That will help you. Oh, I was just going to say, probably if you're asking yourself. It, you know the answer. <laughs> if you're asking yourself, am I feeling the same way about this person? You're it's not. Probably not. You're probably not. Yeah. But that's one of those things it's hard to think about when you are, you know, so close to this other person. Uh, the next thing that you could do is do a relationship inventory. Like you were saying, evaluate everything. So when you do a relationship inventory, you need to consider where both of you come from, what you both want, how your relationship and how your relationship is going in regards to self-respect. What are your outside interests? What are the expectations for the relationship? What does communication look like for you and other things that you consider important? You need to really think about all of these things and do they align? Because if they're misaligned, then maybe this is not a relationship. You should continue. Right. right. <laughs> okay. And then if these are things that haven't been talked about or you kind of like glossed over them and you, you just realized it because you decided to create some space between you and that person, then you need to share with this person. Okay. Maybe we need to take it slow. Right. And you need to have those important conversations with the, with that person if you feel confident enough to do so. And if they have a negative reaction to you simply asking them things that are important to you, it's another sign that you yep. probably are being love bombed. Yeah. And then next, you should talk to someone. <laughs> Seek help. Please. Immediately. And it doesn't have to be from like a therapist. It could just be a friend. If you think, I feel like I have done so much stupid stuff and I didn't realize how stupid it was until I had to tell somebody else. And it's like, oh. Yeah, why why did I even do this? And why am I okay with doing this? Yes, and it kind of, the person doesn't have to say anything. (laughs) You've already answered. You've already answered your own question. I don't have to say a thing. And it's like, oh, this is actually crazy. So definitely uh, talk to someone. And through all of this, if you have come to the conclusion that you are being love bombed, you need to run and run fast. And if you are someone who is kind of deep into a relationship and this person has already started flipping the script and started devaluing you and being more emotionally abusive, it can be kind of dangerous to just up and leave for some people. I would agree. I think it can be dangerous on both ends. I think it's very, very dangerous if you sit there, though. Yes. If you sit in it and you see it, try to get out as quickly and as safely as possible. Yes, I definitely think if you're like living with this person, you should create a safe escape plan because there have been instances where abusers, when their person is trying to leave, they kill them and then they kill themselves. That's why leaving abusive relationships is one of those things that really kind of has to be planned out a little bit because there are times. Yeah, your safety always 
need to make sure your safety is your number one priority. But if it's a situation that hasn't even got that far, run. Just please get up out of there and leave. And again, if you are someone who thinks you are being love bombed, we will have some resources in the description of this episode that will talk you through what you should do. There's a number for someone that you can call and talk to and say, hey, I'm experiencing this. What do I do? I need to leave. I need help. All of those resources will be available to you. Yep. And I just want to add this. I was reading in one of the articles is the type of people that love bombers will target. Mm. So one of the, one of the type of people is people who have recently gotten out of a long term relationship. So they are in a mental state of sadness, neediness. Teach me something. Learn me something. <laughs> yeah, so they're they're in a a, a weird headspace. Mm-hmm. So they're that person is wanting someone to be clinky to them, be super lovey dovey to them because they're just in. They're missing that, right? Yeah. Right. So they target people who've gotten out of long term relationships and individuals that need help. Mm-hmm. So. If you are a single parent Mm. and Mm -hmm. you have multiple kids, perfect. Now they can give you the gifts. They can give you the attention, the love, all everything that you need in that quick moment. They're like, then they're like, gotcha. Yeah. Because now you're dependent. I mean, you already have people that are dependent on you. And so now they really, they really have you. They put you in that, that odd space. So those are just some of the people that a love bomber will target. So if you find yourself in that situation, you can evaluate a little bit more and be like, Oh, Oh man, I was being targeted or yeah, um, this is what took place. I think that's a good example. Hmm. You making me think. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, that is going to be it for this episode. We already helps. We done this help center. Oh, time is moving fast. Yeah. It's quick. Yeah a good good episode do you want to is that it like for real, for real? yeah no dead ass okay. <laughs> we're, we're out of help center so we literally are done <laughs> oh, did you have anything i guess that happened good in your week bad in your week so so thankful for what happened good in my week one of the really good things i can't share with you all just yet we will be sharing that soon it's really good just know that we have some amazing amazing things in store that i'm really really happy about but i can't share you really want to share but but just know (laughs) something good is coming god is continuing to show how great it gets so that's all i have for my little catch-up for this week (laughs) trying to think on my end this week was a productive week um made made a lot of connections been still collaborating with other people, other minds, which mm-hmm. has been really good. I'm in a good headspace. We had a one of the best combination meals. Oh, oof. that I think is known to mankind. Not known to man. Known to man. I'm gonna tell you what would have made it better. Do we want to talk about what what we did first, or you want to? Oh no, you can tell them what the combo okay. is. Okay, because I for some reason. I'm sure whatever you're about to say is going to make it. Oh, it's going to set it off. 
So we went to Wingstop. Well, first of all, I got a bright idea to have like a really good meal for what was it, Saturday? Yeah, it was Saturday. Saturday night. So I was like, I really want some wings. And my favorite spot is Wingstop. So Wingstop would like to uh, sponsor us. We would do commercials and all that. <laughs> <laughs> Send me, send, send me the invoice. Let me send get me the, the chicken sandwiches, cause <laughs> chicken sandwich. yeah. I was a big Wingstop hater for a long time, but let me tell you something. Wingstop let me tell you something. <laughs> let me tell you something. Let me tell you. Wait, wait, wait. Let me tell you something. <laughs> yeah. So we got the Wingstop wings, and then we was like, what would make, what would go really, really good with Wingstop wings? And the Wingstop fries are pretty good. It's the seasoning. Yeah, the, and the ranch. The season and the ranch. Is, yeah. It hits. But it was like five guys as really. Them good Cajun fries? Yes. The shit is just so nicely, neatly, freshly cut. Yes. So, sloppy. Yeah. Just throw sloppy. them in that bag. All right. You're turning me on now. Oh. Sloppy. Sloppy. <laughs> yeah. So we did a combination of Wingstop Wings with Wingstop Ranch with five guys fries. So, but a five guys burger and a shake would have set that shit off. But the, I I'm ain't t- gonna hold you. Wings was, on the side? Come on. All of that kind of clogged me up. Oh, so, yeah. 100%. I don't know how a burger would fit into that 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 war. Now so. I know where we need to go next next weekend before I eat it. I'm trying to go back to that burger spot yeah. that we went to before. I can't think of the name of it what right you now. Gonna, you gonna mix it with something? Or you just, you just gonna go back? No, I think they just a honey. I just want that and I want a strawberry shake with it and I'm good to go. That's all I need. Yeah. I think that's all I, that's all I got. What so would yeah. make it, did you say what would make it? The burger? The burger. And the sh- yeah. That, that's it. Just treating the wings like they basically fries like they a side dish. Yeah. That'll set it off. Yeah. Like All right. Well, it's Wednesday. You are almost done. It's almost Friday. And thank you for listening. And just know that we have some really, really good news coming soon that we'll be able to share with you all. Yes. So y'all have a great rest of the week. Bye-bye. Have a beautiful time. Peace out. Thank you all so much for tuning in to the Message 24 podcast. If you enjoy this episode and want to see our faces, be sure to head over to the Message 24 pod YouTube channel and subscribe. And you can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. See you next week.